have done the blood work already to determine the gender and all of our genetic testing. So everything came back normal and baby is doing really well. And for those of you that have not heard yet, we are having a... Hey everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Entering Motherhood, a podcast dedicated specifically to new moms going through this amazing journey in life. I'm your host, Sarah Bilger, a postpartum nutritional coach slash mechanical engineer. And as always, I'm so excited to be here with you and share all the information I've been lucky enough to obtain since becoming a mom. This episode is a solo episode about how pregnancy has been going for us so far with baby number two on the way. First off, for those of you that don't know, I am pregnant again with baby number two. Um, I am right around five months now and officially out of the first trimester, which feels great. So they say that baby is the size of a sweet potato and is about 6.5 inches long and weighs around 10 ounces right now. So that's exciting. Um, You know, this time around, uh, it was a bit different for us because it did take longer to conceive than it did with Rosie. And with Rosie, we decided we were ready to start trying and basically the next month we were pregnant. So we were very fortunate in in that sense. And um, this time around, we had started trying and it was several months of failed attempts before I started to get a lot more serious with uh, how we were trying to conceive. And this was the first time that I actually used ovulation strips and it really helped me to see when my body was ovulating rather than just tracking it on an app or taking my temperature and things of that such. So we would use the strips every night around the same time and um, if it read positive or when it did read positive, um, we tried several times over the next 48 hours, and then and then we had to wait. And um, we also used a fertility-friendly lubricant that you can get at your local drugstore typically. Um, you can search for those things. And we had used this with Rosie from the very beginning because I wanted to make sure that we had everything in place and we were on top of everything as much as we could. So after several months of trying this time and not succeeding just, you know, naturally on our own and and everything with no assistance, um, we got the lubricant again. And I feel like that definitely helped. But, you know, for those two weeks that you have to wait from when you conceive until you can actually take a test, it feels so long. We were counting down the days until it was time to take the test. And um, with 
with Rosie, we actually tested a few days too soon and it had said negative and um, then I still didn't get my period. So we took another test and it ended up being positive, obviously, because we were pregnant with her. So this time around, we made sure that we were way within the window of having an accurate result so that we knew it was going to be as accurate as possible and we didn't have um, a false negative or anything like that. And obviously it was positive and now there is a little baby in my belly. So um, this time around, we did keep it a secret a lot longer. With Rosie, we had actually told a lot of our family at around only five or six weeks along. So we had literally just found out and um, it was right around Christmas time. So we wanted to make sure that we told everybody in person when we were seeing them and we knew it was very early, but we wanted them to all know in person. So, so we announced it very, very early on and we tried to keep it a secret from other people a little bit longer, but uh, it did get out and then not until it was like February or so, I think, that we told people outside of our family and such. So this time around, we had only told a few close friends, like neighbors and such, and my cousin, who was living with us at the time, and our nanny for Rosie in the very beginning. And then that was nice, you know, to keep it a little bit more of a secret and to ourselves because it gave us the time to really just enjoy it without all of the outside noise and excitement that comes with pregnancy announcements. And we finally told our family about baby number two on Father's Day. And I was already around three months along at the time. And then so we just pretty much automatically announced it on Facebook that week. We were at the beach on vacation and we just took a little picture and and told everybody that we were expecting. So uh, in the first trimester, I had some major food adversions and it was mostly with fish. And it was really early on. It was probably about 5 to 11 weeks that it just smelled super gross. And I didn't want anything to do with it. And I found myself actually eating a lot of seaweed chips. If you have never had these before, they're pretty good. You can get them at like most grocery stores. And we actually got them in bulk at Costco And um, I was munching on those, like, you know how they say, like, saltines and ginger ale and stuff and and whatnot? Well, I think seaweed chips, you know, did it for me because they were crunchy and salty and they really kind of, like, hit that spot. And I feel like they're a little bit healthier than uh, crackers. But I was also drinking a lot of lemonade too. And I tried to, you know, limit the sugar and everything and even just put like a little bit of lemon in my water because, you know, just even drinking water was making me nauseous. Also, so far, 
I have not gained much weight. It's probably only been about like five, 10 pounds total of like since pre-pregnancy that I've gained. And um, that's similar to how it was with Rosie too, but I feel like I have been showing a lot sooner this time around, which was shocking and kind of like hard to comprehend like that my body was expanding a lot (laughs) sooner and and really just um, adjusting to that and knowing that, you know, like this is what my body needs to do. But even though... I started showing a little bit sooner. I personally didn't think it was that noticeable, but I have had a lot of different opinions from others on that. And I think it's been one of the hardest things for me to hear people kind of like talk about my body. And, you know, it's not that I really care so much like what other people think, but the way that they address my body and make it seem like it's so obvious or like they comment on my size and just like, you know, wow, look at your belly and things like that. Um, I understand that, you know, there's a baby inside of my belly and that like I need to grow in order for it to fit in there. But I think some comments can just be framed a little bit differently and I think as moms um you know as we grow it's safe to just tell moms that you know you know say you look beautiful and um treat her like she's still a normal person because you know nobody likes to hear like wow you've gotten so big or look at that belly on on a normal everyday occurrence so kind of try to consider like how those comments might feel um, when somebody's receiving them and you know like it really bothers me when people try to grab at my belly too and um, I never really know how to respond to that so um, I'm trying to be more okay with the comments and and what's going on and and how people are reacting. And I know that it's just like out of excitement and they mean well. And um, they're all just, you know, loving and supporting, but <laughs> it's hard. And um, my pants are starting to get a little hard to fit into. So I have started wearing some maternity clothes. But it's, it's more just, you know, to be comfortable and to, to fit into things a lot easier. And my boobs are also starting to grow as well. And my boobs and my belly have been itchy a little bit. So I have started already putting lotion on them um, when they're itching, which really helps just like calm down the skin and and make it not itch as bad and I know that this is happening because they are growing. I still have not really felt baby move but I think we're getting super close to being able to feel them and it's so tough in the beginning because you know you can't feel the baby move and you aren't going to the doctors that often Uh, You only have appointments once a month and now even my last appointment was a virtual one so I didn't even get a chance to listen to the heartbeat and know everything is going okay 
and I'm doing the best that I can and staying healthy and safe, but it's always like really hard those first few months because there's not as many ways to connect with your baby and check in on them and know that they're doing okay. And it's a struggle to really, you know, you can't peek in there and, and, and see how they're doing. So that's, that's something that's been really difficult. And I try to, you know, lay down and rub my belly and kind of poke at it and um, talk to them and such and when when you're when you're just feeling those little tiny pops here and there it's it's tough to to know that everything's going on okay and such and um so I've already started preparing things for baby and making a list of items that I feel will need this time around again and a lot of things will honestly just be reusing from when Rosie was first born. And I sorted through all of her clothes and pulled out ones that I think we'll be able to use this time around. We have her old pack and play and little bassinet that um, we'll obviously use again. And I'm planning on getting all new pacifiers for the baby. And we really liked the Wubbinubs, they're the little pacifiers with the stuffed animals. So we're thinking of getting a Norwal one, which is so cute because Rosie's been um, really into the Norwal song. And uh, I definitely want to get another hatch, if you know what that is. It plays music and lights up, and we have been using it for Rosie since day one, and we still use it with her for naps and nighttime and everything like that and she really likes that and obviously the diaper genie this is like one thing that I absolutely love because it just keeps the diapers separate and um, we're not putting them right in our trash so there's some other things too that we'll be like putting on the list but um, those are definitely items that we're going to be getting again this time around um, I've been taking prenatal vitamins since we started trying to conceive and I also started taking my iron supplements again. Uh, I know that this was something that I was low in with Rosie so I started taking them now. Uh, I take them right before bed and I think it's helped me uh, make sure that I don't feel sick when I get up in the morning. I don't know if there's any truth behind that or if that's actually helping, but I feel like if I take them at night, then they really kick in and they set me off good for the morning. I've also been trying to make sure that I'm drinking more water throughout the day, but, you know, that's been hard too. Like I said, I put some lemon in there or flavor of of any kind just to you know make it easier to drink water it's also been a little bit more difficult this time just making sure that I'm eating enough I haven't had much of an appetite lately but when I do find something that is appetizing I try to eat as much as I can of it just so I know that I'm eating enough the reason that I did start taking the iron supplements again like this early on was because I was 
feeling, you know, like a little weaker and things like that. And I know that that was a sign of why I should have been taking them last time. And when they had taken my blood, I was low on iron. So that's just something that I'm being proactive about and making sure that my iron levels are increased and and keeping me feeling better. We also have done the blood work already to determine the gender and all of our genetic testing. So everything came back normal and baby is doing really well. And for those of you that have not heard yet, we are having a boy. So I am super excited about that. And we really didn't have a preference either way, but I have been feeling like it was a boy since the beginning. And it was neat to have kind of felt that and known that. And I feel like it might be a little bit of my intuition speaking there. So it's it's nice to know that we'll have a girl and a boy and Rosie says baby brother and gives my belly kisses and hugs and she really seems to be excited and I think she's going to make a great big sister. Uh, we still have a little work to do on uh, her sharing. <laughs> But I think once the baby comes, she'll be really excited and want to share and help out and everything. So, you know, right now she's just enjoying everything to herself and getting all the cuddles with mommy and daddy as much as she can. And we're totally letting her soak that up. You know, I think it's going to be a shock for all of us once, once baby number two comes. And, you know, if there's any other questions that you'd like to know or if there's anything you want me to cover or highlight or further explain in the next update please share it with me and let me know Uh, I'll be doing updates um, as things progress and we get closer to the due month and um, I am due in January we are not sharing the exact estimated due date because (laughs) As many of you know, it is just an estimation and Rosie actually came a whole week early. And so just so that we don't have people wondering like when the actual due date is and things like that, we are, you know, kind of foregoing that and we are due in January. And that is as, as far as we are explaining. If there's any other things that you want to know, let me know and I will share it with you guys in the next update. So things are going good and we have um, our full anatomy scan coming up. So I will share everything that that entails um, with you next time. All right. Bye. Well, this wraps up yet another episode of Entering Motherhood. I hope that you have found this episode helpful, and if you liked it, please share it with others who might also benefit from this information. If there's anything that you'd like to know more about, or maybe you know someone who'd like to be on the show, please visit my website, enteringmotherhood.com. I'm so thrilled to be going on this journey with you and getting the amazing opportunity to help moms during this postpartum experience. You can also now find us on Instagram and Facebook at Entering Motherhood. 